I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Robert Ortegon. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This is Collateral Cinema. Welcome to Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters, where we focus on good movies, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in San Antonio, Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast. So whatever you have, be it dabs, be it blunts, be it bongs, be it joints, smoke it if you've got it. What's going on, guys? What's up? Hey, everybody. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, man, it's yeah. great to be back finally, it's right? It's been a while, man. Shit. Yes, and we are in New Digs right now. We're in the new Section 9 studios here in San Antonio, Texas. We're in a San work Antonio. in progress. A work, yeah. in, work in progress. I mean, the sound may not be 100% on point, but... This is our old stomping grounds, so I couldn't be more excited to be back. I was born here. I was... I left when I was five, though. Yeah. San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I actually grew up in San Antonio, not yeah. Lake Hills. And yeah. uh, this is my house, actually. This is the house I, my wife and I, Lillian, just bought. Yeah. So it's super awesome to have a, this extra room set up for recording. Oh, man, it was perfect, honestly. I mean, we have a bunch of purple and black panels on the wall now we're probably going to get some more because i mean there might be a little bit of an echoiness we we have some blankets up to kind of soak it up a little bit but i mean rest assured ladies and gentlemen we will have that classic collateral cinema sound here very very soon now this is an at the theater episode we just got back from the theater, right, guys? Yeah, the movies was yeah, sh- I haven't been in the well. Yeah, man, not not since Endgame, right? Yeah, Avengers. Oh Endgame. man, that was a lot of fun. I wanted, to see, I wanted was, to see. Yeah, I wanted to see the Spider Man, but yeah, you guys went. But that Far From been, Home was really good, actually, too. That would have been nice to do an episode on Far From Home, but you know, it just didn't work out well, that we, way. We couldn't all be there, so yeah. Yeah, we just did in game. I don't know two two Marvel at the theater episodes in a row seems a little excessive. Yeah, definitely. But this movie is actually the sequel to a movie that came out in 2017, took the world by storm, and I think it came out October of that year, and that is the sequel to It Chapter 1, It Chapter 2, which is a yeah. continuation of the story. They decided to break it up into two parts. Robert and Ash, what are your initial thoughts on this movie? It Chapter 2. Oh, I'm, oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. Um, now... If you've been lingering online, you may have heard some criticisms here and there. Bill. We're not going to go too far. We're not going to, you know, that's per usual. We're not going to spoil anything. I will admit that those criticisms are pretty valid, though. Yeah. I, Bill, you know what? Bill Hader's performance is phenomenal. That's all you need to know. I yeah, came into yeah. this thinking that I would, I because I, I've heard it wasn't as good as Chapter 1. And, and that's true. It's not as good as Chapter 1, because yeah. Chapter 1 just is just a tight film overall. The pacing is, is perfect. The casting is perfect, especially yeah. with the with the kids. But, I mean, but I came into this thinking because I'd already read up about it, you know, and I came into this thinking that I'd probably agree with most of the criticisms. But you know what? I don't actually. In fact, most of the criticisms I don't actually think are valid. I think I mean, maybe we'll get into it more without spoiling the movie too much. But 
I honestly thought the movie was great. I mean, obviously, it's not perfect, but I didn't have any major issues with you, it. You know what? It left you laughing when you wanted to, and it left you scared See, at the most part, too. That's you know? the thing with me. I was actually kind of dreading watching this movie because I, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was going to be any good either. <laughs> but see, yeah, that's I, what no, happened. Hold, hold on. Yeah. I initially liked the first movie, although I do think it's kind of forgettable in some areas here or there a little bit. Yeah, the first chapter. Yeah, but I mean, when I actually got around to watching it at the theater, I was laughing out loud out at, at every aspect that was supposed to be horror or yeah. suspenseful or everything. I mean, all of it was just so funny because it just seems to me that they just dropped the ball on making it an actual horror movie here. They, they were so caught up in the whole, you know, actual ethos and uh, universe of Stephen King and everything that I kind of feel like a lot of things got kind of lost in translation a little bit. Well, maybe that's why we differ. First off, I knew that the criticisms were kind of getting a little overboard because the first thing I heard about this when it first came out, you can only get honest criticisms of a movie when they first come out because yeah, that's when yeah. people are actually not jumping on the bandwagon. That's when they just start. And and the reviews were actually mostly positive. People were just saying, yeah, it wasn't as good as the first one. It runs a little long, maybe a little unfocused. Yeah. I actually disagree with that, but I'll get to that in a minute. But over time, I think people just started coming to expect less and less and less until it started just becoming this bandwagon thing to just hate on the film. You know, this thing kind of happens and... In this world of, of information technology, I think that happens too much. Yeah. And I think if you come into this having heard all of that, that's going to change your perspective. And then the other thing is that I came into this as just a continuation of the story I watched in chapter one, and I think it excelled at that phenomenally. I don't have to look at this as whether it succeeds or not as a horror film. That doesn't matter to me. I'm not watching this as a horror film. I'm yeah, watching this because yeah. I'm invested in the story. I'm invested in the characters. And you can call it whatever the fuck genre you want. I enjoy it for what it is. I think in, in some ways, maybe it's because it's more of a fantasy horror than anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I kind of feel like this is what they, they wanted the Dark Tower to be like a little bit. You remember that movie that came out? The Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba, right? Yeah, the Dark Tower. Remember that? Those. Uh, like a gunslinger. Remember that? Yeah, I remember reading the book back in Job Corps, the, the first one, and it, it was an interesting story. I mean... That was a great story. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they, they definitely kind of dropped the ball in the movie. I mean, otherwise they'd be doing the series right yeah. now. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. the movie, I mean, it wasn't awful, but um, it was kind of forgettable. I, I remember... Yeah. Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba Just being in that. Pulling a bunch of kids out to find the chosen one. Yeah, the, I mean, they the, yeah. they kind of... I, I remember them, but I don't remember anything else about yeah, the plot. Yeah, but th th and that's kind of sort of how I feel about It Chapter 2, 2017. I mean... Or It Chapter 1, you mean? It Chapter 1, yeah, See, in 2017. It, it's, I, to, to me, it, it, it's good for like a first-time viewing, but... It just becomes forgettable the more and more you think about it. You know, I mean, the, the, the best things is pretty much Bill Skarsgård's uh, performance as Pennywise to it, me, and 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 the cast of the kids that was great, but a lot of that was kind of being fueled by the Stranger Things. You know, no, you're right. The it Netflix original. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, that was definitely an influence on the, this movie. I mean, it was it was also had a Spielbergian quality that. Honestly, I don't think could have really translated well with them and being adults. 
I thought the kids did phenomenal performance. I mean, oh. it was interesting coming I, across. Yeah, honestly, I mean, the casting for the kids were pretty good. I mean, it, and, and they were actually the best part of this movie. Yeah, and I didn't grow up with the original, mind you. So I came into this with a clean slate. I went back and watched the original later. And there's a lot of good elements to it. But I guess coming into it with more of a, a modern perspective, yeah. I mean, it does feel a little dated. The acting can get a little corny at times. So personally, I actually preferred It Chapter 1 to the original. I know that's a hot take, but yeah, just you know, coming into it, I think that the, the acting was better and, and it, was, it was just a better execution. But that's not to say, not to knock on the original. I think the original was something that was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, oh, definitely. So, yeah, we had to show you that just so you had a comparison yeah just, yeah. So you, just so you know what you're talking it's, about it's very important to check yeah. out the original it miniseries yeah. i mean especially yeah. like tim curry's performance as pennywise is just so fucking iconic that I is mean, the best part of that movie I, I actually read an article in a salon of all places where they made the argument that tim curry is still far superior to Skarsgård. they're they're both great um i can't yeah. say i like one or the other guys I think they're both very distinctive versions of the character. The old one yeah. was fucking scary, dude. <laughs> he was. He was scary, but what was great about it, and this is what they said in the article, is that he worked on the level of just being a good clown. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that because we are 90s kids, but I, yeah. we grew up with the original, and if I were to saw the new one, the first chapter, yeah, I, it'd probably scare the shit out of me, too. You know what I mean? Hey, look because, what the cat dragged in. Oh, because shit. it's the first time we're seeing it. Look what the cat just dragged in. Yeah, Mr. Dakota Chancellor. The other half. What's up, guys? How's it going? Finally, we have everybody involved in collateral cinema here in the new studio. Did y'all miss Dakota's voice? Did Did you notice he was absent? Well, he's back. He's here now. He took care of some things. Yep. Rip. So handled it. Yeah. Now he's back. We're good. It chapter two, Dakota. Your thoughts? Yeah. See, I didn't dislike it i don't know bo's got some weird opinions about it i know he kind of feels very he, he feels like a total critic about it but man i don't know i enjoyed it i uh, mean it was a little weird it was a little weird there were some weird the scary scenes what were supposed to be scary were more funny than they were scary you know hilarious hilarious the first one didn't even really scare me either right. if anything it was just suspenseful so i never really looked at either as horror films, I just saw them as films that I was enjoying the story. The, the exactly. thing is, guys, you need to be watching this when you were younger. Yeah, in the nineties. Oh sure. yeah, I'm yeah. sure if I had watched either Chapter One or the nineties miniseries as a yeah. kid, when you were a kid, it would have scared me. I shitless. watched the first Child's Play when I was a little kid. Yeah. Oh man, uh, the first Child's the Play. Shit out of me, yeah, dude. That, that that's a classic uh, movie to put on, kind of like it. You yeah. know. It has that nostalgia factor, and it's 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 actually a pretty decent story. You, uh, you know, you show I mean, all this stuff to a, a six year old, seven year old kid. Or, you think yeah, anybody I, thought Leprechaun uh, was scary? I oh, did. I, don't I know. did. I, I thought. I I never yeah. found it scary. I mean, that that's legitimately a guilty pleasure series for me. The first four movies are just great. And Leprechaun in Space. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Leprechaun in Space yeah. is like another thing <laughs> with, the, with like Jason X. With you know Jason what I mean? X. <laughs> D- Dakota, what did you think about? Y- you've seen the uh, original miniseries, right? Yeah, no, no, no I it. saw it. And well, actually, recently still, but I, I did see it. And, and this is a question for everybody. How do you guys think the story told in both of these chapters holds up to the original miniseries or, or, or vice versa the new ones they told more story 
you know, I think it. Yeah. I got a lot more story out of it than I did from the first one. The first one was a lot harder for me to like understand what was going on. And I guess that could have been, you know, just me not going in that up in that time, you know, not understanding. Yeah. But I, they really go into a lot of depth in the new movies. They really explain yeah. a lot, especially at chapter two. I learned a lot about, you know, dairy that I didn't know. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they, they they even kind of provide a little bit of a brief backstory for Pennywise. They do. Like, they yeah. give you some lore. They well, you a yeah. There, there lore. is real lore he here. He is yeah. the whole town. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean. There was that whole sequence, uh, I think, where they were kind of going over the ritual and everything. Like Mike was, Michael was telling them about it. Yeah, yeah. It was that real kind of weird, almost like a dream sequence, kind of. It just showed like what happens with the ritual, you know, which which comes uh, around to that was really Native American, like yeah, peyote it stuff. It like, co- comes around yeah. to kind of bite them in the ass a little bit in the end. That yeah. was a departure from the book, I believe. Now I haven't read the book, but I, I have yeah. heard. You know, they've got the the ritual of Chud. For for certain reasons, that particular ritual, as it's told in the book, just would not work on screen. It's too weird. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. a lot of the criticisms of this movie sometimes come from the fact that it is kind of a faithful adaptation of King's work. Oh, yeah. As a an, very faithful adaptation, you know? As an adaptation, it works rather well. I mean, they, they, they cover all the points that they need to cover. Maybe this cocaine and whatever else fueled thing is just too much for the big screen, you know, in some cases. Oh, it does man. come off a little weird. Then, then you haven't seen Maximum Overdrive, right, Robert? Yeah, I watched that too. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was Stephen King and his most coked out. Wow. It's, it's pretty a fucking Yeah, there amazing. was a whole phase in the 70s with like Dead Zone, right? Where you just... The, the, this was whoa, like, what was this guy writing? Like late, late 70s, well, early 80s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it has literally a child orgy scene in it, apparently. Oh, and God. That has, that has not made not it to about that any of the silver screen adaptations for, for good, you know, obviously. obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> obviously, the original TV version didn't want to show it either. So. But I've heard that it's not necessarily like a perverted moment as much as it is an empowering moment. I, I still don't see in any way how that could be empowering it does any, seem a little especially to especially to modern sensibilities it's just yeah. and that time it was the 1950s and this one is the 1980s yeah yeah and uh experimental with yeah with, they did being change a hippie. Yeah, the time matter. frame right yeah they did yeah so yeah. it went from being the 1950s and the 1980s I can tell to the 1980s and today and now today so yeah it's, chapter more, two it's, more, it's more modern yeah. yeah yeah it is you can definitely see a lot of differences 30 years ago my parents were little kids oh yeah right there, right there. exactly yeah, yeah. so it's just crazy to see the difference again that's why it feels like stranger things because it takes place in the 80s and you've got the kids you know so much yeah. 80s yeah dude like yeah, yeah I mean, Rock Z28s Camaro yeah, right dude all that 80s nostalgia was so perfect you know because especially when you go back to the original movie like it has all those great 80 special effects it has like stop motion animation it has you know the class of course the classic performance by tim curry i mean those are all quintessentially like it, it came out like what late 80s early 90s um the original it yeah tv series out of like 1990 1990, 1990. 1990. so it, it's it's pure yeah. it's pure 90s yeah. right there and i was barely back, born too sorry yeah i mean taking it back to the 80s was pretty interesting like it, it's actually back a decade yeah from the original but you know that's another criticism i've heard is really? the cg yeah in it chapter two but here's the thing is i think that was intentional okay and i'll tell you why the kids in, in it chapter two are digitally de-aged, okay? Yeah. They're digitally right, de-aged yeah. to be consistent with the way that they look in it chapter one. And I've looked, I read into it, and there's a lot that goes into balancing the between face. the natural performances and 
trying to be yeah. as consistent as possible, make keeping look, them the right heights. Making it look like Paul Walker relative. and his brother. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> there was no problem with the CG budget. I think where people are complaining are they're talking about like you know, like the monsters, its various forms. And I think that was on purpose. I think they were kind of doing kind of an homage to the original stop motion, you know, claymation performances. That might be, but I mean, like I said, there's so many times in the theater where I just completely fucking laughed out loud at like, especially when Bill Hader, like he uh, encountered the Paul Bunyan statue. Oh, oh my god, that was so and fucking. It, it came alive. Yes. But it's a ch- it's a child. <laughs> and he, look, and he looked back, and it was twenty seven years later. Twenty seven years later is like it, and then everybody is like swaying, swaying in the background and everything, and you know, like fucking Pennywise is up on top of the statue. Yeah, that was weird with all the blues. Yeah. <laughs> the the only thing that is really weird, there's the one. I don't want to spoil it necessarily, but there is the one scene, and it just comes out of nowhere, and it does seem oddly edited. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, I, the, I do. the vomit scene. Yeah, that's very weird. It was a little jarring. It I will put that jarring. because it it suddenly. It's a moment that's kind of suspenseful, kind of scary, and then all of a sudden it turns straight up humorous, and then right back to scary. Right back to scary. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. You know, I was reading on Reddit, and some people were like, I wonder if this was an oversight, and obviously it wasn't, because there's too many people this has to go through, but it, it was odd. I, I wasn't sure what exactly happened there, but it made me laugh, and I enjoyed the experience, so... I, I, I think... I mean, that coupled with the questionable monster designs, like, that just took me out of it so much, you know? I mean, case in point, the old lady. Yeah, like the, the old, old lady. La- the old lady scene, we all know from the original what we're talking about. Oh, man. That, the, the, that, ver- the version they have here that scared made... That shit out of did it, How did that scare you? That was the funniest when, thing no, I've no, ever no. seen. No, no, no. When I was a little kid, the original... Oh, the original part. version. Yeah, yeah, the original version of that. Shit out I don't know. This it version was, was just hilarious. This was like, what is it? Long, f- it, sorry. Like it was a little funny. Slen- sorry, Slenderman, Slenderman, Slenderman? Yeah. you know, it, sorry. Or maybe a little bit. I mean, Pennywise, Pennywise himself is kind of like Slenderman a little but, bit. Yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is, it, none of it scares me now. But when I was a kid, this stuff was supposed to scare the shit out of you. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the new one, the new old lady in this movie. I mean, it is a little funny, but at the same time, for me, it was just so grotesquely like ridiculous and like. It honestly kind of it was a little freaky. It looked like something that came out of like scary stories from the dark. Oh yeah, easy. Oh the book. I don't even think it's yeah. good enough for scary stories in the dark. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I like, thought it was it was it was kind of freaky, but it was fun. And and then I like in that scene you kind of see her in the background before she makes her appearance oh, yeah. as the I, grotesque monster. You know oh, what? Did I, you notice that? I noticed that, and I feel that that is such a huge cliche that it just kind of... I was just like, oh, what the fuck is that? I don't know. It reminded me of PT. I mean, e- e- even goddamn Hereditary, a great horror movie fucking did that shit, kind of. And it's like, I don't know, that that, that Jacob's Ladder bullshit, it kind of takes me out of it nowadays. It's like, man, haven't y'all been doing this shit since, like, Saw? Since Jacob's Ladder? I yeah. mean, shit. What Jeez. like having it like in the background or something? Yeah, kind of that weird, fast, shaky kind of thing. Okay, like that that effect. It's I, don't like, know. That I don't know. That shit scared me in PT when I played the game. Yeah, me too. Well, so I mean, game. that just kind of brought that up. That's a game though. That's different to me. It's a different experience. It is. Of. It is. A game is very different. In fact, in some ways, more scary because like it is. Yeah, you have to push yourself forward. Like, oh yeah. Oh no. I I, I love uh, horror games and especially watching indie horror games on YouTube and stuff like that. Oh, the fact that Stephen King did a, a cameo his own. I stuff. felt that was 
way too on the nose for me. Because, of course, he's going to talk to the, the author character. Another author. Course, which, which, is, which is him. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much a trope of Stephen King movies in, in his own and right. And he sells like, him back his original Stingray. Yes. Yeah. 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 Silver. Like, he's like, that was my bike. He's like, it's mine now. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought that was it was it was very poignant. It was kind of like him acknowledging the well, criticisms he, that he's he, gotten over the I years. I think it's cool because he knew that was his bike. I think it was. Well, that, that's kind. Of, it's kind of a tradition, not unlike the Stan Lee cameos. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. he, he's exactly. made Stan he's made a cameo in pretty much all of his movies, all the movies based on his shit. And and incidentally, he was in Creep Show. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he he played a character in Creep Show, the original, which by the way is getting a series on Shutter coming out real soon. Woo-hoo. Okay, Ooh, can't wait to watch more oh, Shutter. Yeah. Dude, hell yeah, man. But, I mean, It Chapter 2, to me, it was just too over the top for me to take it seriously. I guess that's where I'm getting at. It's, I mean, the, the casting was great. I mean, I thought Bill Hader was on point. Bill Hader was awesome. And Bill, yeah. Bill Skarsgård, when, when he was on screen, was, oh, was fantastic. See, I, I think in many ways they underutilized him. You know, I've heard that, and I've heard that they said some people have said that's this is the other criticism I think is invalid. I have heard it said that you know he does not in this movie enough, but I thought he was in it just as much as he was in Chapter One. Right, just kind of peppered throughout, not all the time, but he's a constant presence, or and it is in its various forms as well. And and when and it kind of makes you savor the moments that Bill Skarsgård is on screen. Right. Well, you also got to realize that there's a lot of moments that are. He's his presence is there. He's there. He's just not actually on screen. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the whole scene where he's where well the the Mrs. Curse scene. You yeah. know that's made by him. That whole room because that house she leaves it later and it's in the old abandoned house. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, it makes you wonder like how powerful is he? Um, and then like I'm, you said, Bill Hader stole yeah, the performance. Stole I mean, he was he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He he was pretty much uh, running that whole fucking movie like even chewing scenery every now and again but in some ways people people have said in some ways that maybe it may it gave the the film too much of a comedic tone mm. i could accept that but no the entire movie was comedic all the way yeah, through I, I from, the, was, from the supposedly scary elements i think it was, it was hilarious funny and scary when you needed it yeah oh yeah, yeah. it was pretty good <laughs> it wasn't even scary but what it wasn't scary bro good enough not as good as halloween but yeah yeah halloween was, and you're not wrong about that yeah the first yeah. chapter aired the same time we watched the 2018 Halloween. Yeah, and that's we did, right. We did a theater episode podcast. I remember that. Yeah, that was our first uh, episode of the, so of the second season. Last year, that was the two horror movies they released. Yeah. was It Chapter 1 and The New Halloween. Yeah, and I remember that was quite a bit of buzz around that time. That was that a time. thing. It's like, okay, yeah. are you going to watch Chapter It or are you going to see The New Halloween? And, and it was it was pretty you know cool because we went we went to oh the yeah new, we went we, we went saw, saw the new Halloween <laughs> Halloween yeah we did that that yeah, was we fucking did that great. episode that was pretty good and and the new movies were definitely going to feature in future seasons like yeah. definitely Halloween kills they start kills. they start shooting the next one in October yeah. Ooh, and nice. it'll be out in twenty twenty. That's going to be great. So I mean, they that'll be perfect. Shot, they haven't shot the movie yet, dude. That, that, that'll be perfect. We'll be in season four around that yeah. time. And we got to bring that up. Yeah, definitely. Hell definitely. Yeah. You know, the other criticism I found, too, the, the most common one, and I mentioned this earlier, was yeah. the movie being too long and, and, and oh, being unfocused. Now, that, for, no, that movie needed to be cut by at least 50 minutes or so. I disagree. I disagree. Now, usually, no. I'm not... I'm or one, just, just 40 minutes. 40 well, minutes would have made a difference. But see, I can't see anywhere that would be cut. I know. Every part of the movie I felt was relevant to the plot, and a lot of people talk, talk about how Act 2 is kind of the stretch that, that where that happens the most where 
Except I disagree there too because I understand why Act Two was there. Okay, in the original, in the book, both the book and the original miniseries, the, it flips between the perspectives of the children and the adults. Now yeah, yeah. they re- pretty much relegated the entire child portion to it, Chapter One. So in order to retain some of that feel in Chapter Two. They add a little bit more flashback sequences. So I understand completely why Act 2 exists. And I've got to tell you, there was no point in the movie where I felt, man, this is dragging on. Every, every piece of the movie, every, every portion, honestly seemed to flow. And I was following all along. Um, not only that, but... I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> lost your train of thought. Okay. I lost my train of thought. I never, I never felt like... At any point that it was it was dragging on, like you said, I always felt like I was enjoyed in the movie. I was very enjoyed. I was what's the word I'm looking for? Invested. Invested. Yeah. Invested as a story and the characters. Right. I was. I was so everything about so, it was interesting because I, I didn't have. I, a I know what you're saying. Just seeing how they would live up to the original right actors. But yeah. that, that's the thing you know? for or me. Just continuing the story. Exactly. I, you know that yeah. I was watching. That's right. a, that's the thing for me. In spite of all the actual references to the original plot points, you know, I mean, it checks off all everything on the box. Like it still just seems very like a very by the numbers story to me, like or at least a by the numbers adaptation of it. Mm. Like I mean, there was something special about the original. It that yeah. I mean, I mean I, honestly, I would argue that it's made for TV quality is what makes it special. I mean, that it's kind of emblematic of a time that's just not around anymore. It's like, got the d- TV like, d- style of like, Hallmark. Seriously, yeah. Hall- Hallmark yeah. is literally the only actual channel doing any made-for-TV movies. They pretty much cornered the market. They, them in yeah. Lifetime. Yeah. So it's like, and maybe that's why it's a little more. It's a little better for me because I mean. That that's just shit that you don't see on television anymore. Like e- even even to an extent, some miniseries you don't see as much. Yeah, I mean, I can see what you mean from from yeah. a nostalgic perspective. For me though, I you know this this was my original viewing it was yeah. it was in chapter one, and, and I enjoyed seeing that story played out. Um, I really didn't have to compare it to the original, although I did watch the original in between watching chapter one and chapter two. And obviously, there are inevitable comparisons you'll make in your mind. But yeah. overall, the choices that they made, I kind of agreed with. I know there were some points where they were more faithful to the book. And there were some points where they took some things out that were a little unnecessary to the plot they were telling. Yeah. And I don't know. I was I was really invested in it. And I, I honestly, I think I prefer the performances in the new ones just because... I think the actors were really well chosen. The dialogue is on point. It doesn't really come across as cheesy or corny at any point. And that's kind of an element that does exist in the original for me. And it does take me out a little bit. I I have to admit, you know, I thought the child actors were great. And then the adult actors they chose really do not only look, but feel like their counterparts. Honestly. Yeah. A lot of them, like, yeah, I really felt a good resemblance and a good, you know, like, wow, they really are the same character. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not. No, you're right. I'm really not going against the casting. Right. Here. I mean, almost, it, it was pretty on point. It's you know? almost, impressed like, they, by the cast. It's almost yeah. like they didn't change. I mean, shit, oh, yeah. Ja- yeah. James McAvoy. Oh know? yeah. James McAvoy. I mean, he was a, such a good actor. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yeah. Uh, there's so many good ones that but I can't even it, like. It, in I many, in many ways, right. <laughs> oh yeah, true. In many ways, it just feels to me like the actual child cast, even de-aged as they were, they were still more memorable here than some of the uh, scenes with the adults. I will say the child cast impresses you more. I think 
because they're children and because they were really good. Oh yeah, I mean they they were on point, and they, um, that that was excellent casting on their. I mean, I think one of those kids was on Stranger Things, right? The kid with the glasses. Yeah, Finn. Uh, Finn. Yeah. What's Wolfhard. his last name? Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, and that's Richie, and um, who's later played by Bill Hader. Now, because yeah. the characters were so on point, and because they really, the adult counterparts matched their child counterparts. Yeah. For me, it, I didn't have to do as much comparisons because they felt like the same characters, just older. Um, each one of them had their own on-screen time. You know what I yeah. mean? Like each one had their own scenes, you know, where they go yeah. get their artifact and they go do something. So you got a moment with each one of them. So you got to understand yeah. even Stan at the end. Actually, they bring Stan in because, yeah, I mean, you, you know, if you've seen the old one, it's, you know what happens. So, <laughs> but that, that to me kind of contributes to the problem of the movie being too fucking long. It's like, I mean, did we really need to go through all of that? I mean, is, is shouldn't there have been a way that they could have cut that a little shorter? I don't know. You I know? think it was important to see the expedition exposition between each of the characters. And know? also to get that feeling that's in the original book and in the original miniseries of switching between right. yeah. adult yeah. and child perspectives. Well, and I thought the way that they did that was actually pretty brilliant. The was, way they brought it back. It was important because each kid, each character, the, each actor, each older actor too, they each had to experience it themselves again through the black back flashes right exactly even yeah. when they yeah. entered the town again each and every hilarious it's like fucking it's like back. it all came back to them as soon as they entered Derry again oh man as, as soon as they left they forgot everything <laughs> yeah, that that, that kind of shows you how powerful you know it was yeah you know and the um the chinese restaurant scene actually really does resemble the original it de- it does I thought I, I thought that I'll, was that was a I'll good admit one. that, that was, was great. Yeah. I'll admit that was one of the better scenes in this movie, definitely. Just like it, the original, like seeing yeah. their personalities come back alive, seeing them meet each other again. You know, you've got Richie and Eddie. Yeah, um, I mean, there, there's something really special about that. Richie you know? being a, a stand-up comedian with I a really nice a red good, car. W- yeah, <laughs> I thought you're you're talking about the original now. The both of them. It was um, the same one. Yeah, I thought that was a good modern revision because I believe in the book he's a DJ. Yeah. Um, and he's a talk show host in the 1990. And this one, he's a he's a stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedic And actor. I feel like that yeah. really works. And that that's a good modernization, especially given yeah. who they uh, actually picked for that role. Right. With with Hader, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you get all that that SNL back. Yeah, he gets. He, I mean, you have his comedic talent there. I mean, in his timing and everything. I mean, there you go, Robert. He has a Mustang in the new one, a nice red Mustang. What does he have in the old one? In the old it, what kind of car it's is it? It's like an 89, 1990 I rock. Something happens to you when you leave this town. The farther away, the hazier it all gets. But me, I never left. I remember all of it. Hello? Kid! 
dreamed of you. I craved you. I missed you. We need to finish it. For good. I've seen all of us die. It consumes us from the inside until we don't have a choice anymore. You lied. C28 Camaro. See, nice. I can ask him any question. It's got a 350. It's got a 350 with a 400 turbo transmission. <laughs> God damn, dude. That's that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. actually got um, part two of the miniseries playing in the background as we yeah. as we yeah. talk about this. We're, we're that's the, the inevitable comparison. Yeah, we're at we're at the library scene. Everybody knows, you know. Well, ha, well, ha, well, ha. That shit. It's like, oh man, Tim Curry was just so pri- he's so priceless here, man. Oh yeah, he is. I mean, I mean he, he even makes all those corny ass jokes that he's telling just seem so hilarious and but also intimidating. See, I mean, I that that's kind of something I think was missing a little bit from Skarsgård's performance was a little bit of that whimsy. They kind of yeah. had it a little bit in the first one with the dancing clown scene. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun, pretty funny and surreal and everything. But funny and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, but I don't know. Comparing that to the to how clownish Tim Curry's take on uh, Pennywise is, it's just I don't I don't know. I just like this one better because. He, he still feels like just a corny old timey clown, but That's you yeah. you you're still intimidated by him. Oh yeah, he's still terrifying. Even right here, telling these jokes and doing his weird laugh, there's something terrifying about it. And the fact that he's making all that noise and Homeboy has to yell over something that nobody else is perceiving. Yeah, nobody I mean, else but him is hearing yeah. it. I mean, that to me is how you. It's like you still have your childhood innocence when everybody else forgot. Yeah, it's like there, there's the real, whole town forgot. I mean, there, there's a real subtlety to that scene that I think is really, really fun. I mean, it's, it's subtle and it's unsubtlety in some ways. If you get still, what I'm saying, they still kind of have their child innocence. Yeah, and hadn't forgotten. Kinda I'll like, give it. I'll give it that the original does do a better job. I think of portraying the whole. I, I like when the adults like have the blood on their hands. Yeah, and yeah. But they don't notice, and I and like you said, Tim Curry's whimsical performance—that's something that, yeah, doesn't translate in, in, into the new one. Uh, I think Bill Skarsgård just went for something completely different. Yeah, he and did. I think that was important. I think he wanted to have a distinctive performance. I don't think people wanted him to com- have to compare him to Tim Curry. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. He's going to be compared to that, and to me, there is no comparison. Tim Curry yeah. is a superior. Yeah, he's just—he's just—he's a, a superior Pennywise all the way. Big shoes to fill, you know. Again, I wouldn't. I don't necessarily say with one superior over the other. I think they both bring their own flavors to the performance. Yeah, I think Bill Skarsgård in particular has this has this quality. I like when he's about to feed and he kind of drools. Yeah, and you get oh, that yeah, glazed yeah, yeah. over look, and it's kind of like you know, you know that. Ready. Yeah. That that's a really cool moment. Well, it's like he's about to pounce. Is this is you know he's actually hunger. <laughs> you know, it's like it's is he's starving <laughs> for them. He's Air- like he even has like lines he says. What is yeah. it? I waited. And I got to say, the moments in, in both films, Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, where they take down Pennywise at the end, and, and the one in Chapter 2 is criticized a little bit, but yeah, 
I really feel like there were empowering moments. Like in the first one, the kids are just fucking wailing on him. There's like three stones and then the hammer and then the other one they shoved a like a spike right there, like iron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of like, I like, kind of like the leprechaun, right? I like that scene where the kids just wail on him. It's oh, like yeah. that t- turn the tables moment and oh, they're dude. fucking just like just beating the shit out of him. And they do that again as adults in a completely different way. They completely just, just diminish him. The mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember the, Literally. the mouth open? And, and that's an empowering moment too because it's like, fuck yeah, fuck you. you Remember fucking yeah, when, when, they, and when he starts finally- to, to wail and like yeah, they, they finally realize that they have the they've probably had the power over him that whole time the whole they've time. had that power they, over him they were just scared <laughs> and yeah then there's that moment where he's kind of wailing and, and he's he he, he kind of has like the pity party moment and they just fucking crush him anyway yeah and it's like that moment of like no fuck you i have the power now Definitely. like you had this power over me and now i have the power over you and and just that this that yeah that really hit home and then obviously the the character death at the end yeah if of you've seen the original you know who we're talking about I and mean, there's an interesting spin on the relationship between these two characters which i will admit i actually thought that it was implied yeah in the original kind i hope everyone of. knows what i'm talking about yeah yeah i know exactly what One you're of talking the, about okay yeah I thought it was implied in the original. So seeing that on screen, I thought w- 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 was good. I yeah. think it was it was good. I think Stephen King was actually asked if he would thought it was intentional, and he wasn't. He didn't give a full answer. He says it actually wasn't, but he loves the adaptation. Yeah, I it, think it, I read that once. So. It, it's, it's another good way to kind of modernize the character a little bit. You know, give, give him a, a modern day kind of secret. Something that he shouldn't even be a secret, honestly. Yeah. He should be very proud and open of it. And you know, obviously, there's a big, th- you know. Speaking of which, the movie opens up with a hate crime. Oh yeah, straight I don't hate crime. Spoil yeah. that either, because I oh. think kind of a, there's a shocking value. The to other it, one, it was racism, and the other one's just yeah. This one, yeah. yeah, it's it's straight up homophobic hate homophobic. crime. Yeah, everyone's yeah. yeah. I guess everyone's heard about it, but obviously that was in the book. I was in the original, and I think. It is a teachable moment. I think it, it definitely is good. I think if anybody is, you know, I, I have heard someone go around saying, you know, like, oh, like, if you're gay, like, don't watch this. It might shock you. But it's like, come on. The original, he fucking ate a kid's arm off. This movie <laughs> yeah. is shocking. If you're and gay, it's don't watch it. It'll offend oh, yeah. you. True to yeah. life what shocking. It would offend you if you're gay. Yeah, seriously. I'm I pretty mean, sure that, that, they that, don't give a shit. Yeah. No, that, that, that shit that they fucking live with in their community all the time, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're probably, I mean, they know what, what just, goes down. It's there. just, and you know. It's bringing that to real- yeah. reality. Yeah. And even though those people were doing bad things because of, you know, and committing that hate crime because I, I know of. it's kind of like you're an outcast because yeah. like racism and then sexual. Even yeah, though they were doing it because of its influence. Exactly. I mean, that happens in real life. It does. No, it does. Those, oh, and those, I think those adults actually felt that those, way. And those, they just were made more violent. Those moments define yeah. you. But I mean, you yeah. also kind of have that undercurrent of, you know, <gasps> you know they kind of bring up uh, how nothing's really changed there when it comes to the homophobia. Because, you know, Eddie Bowers and his, there's that scene where Eddie Bowers and, uh, his his uh, friends, you know, they're, like they're in the arcade, and, and they Richie, think Richie, yeah, they, they think, think Richie Richie's is is uh, because trying will, to hit on his yeah, brother or something. His brother, because yeah, his he cousin, wants to, yeah, because yeah. he wants to play Street Fighter with him. Yeah, and, and, it, like, and, it, and it turns into this very nasty homophobic yeah. thing. It's like Jesus it, Christ, and it looked dude. like he was just looking for a friend. He yeah. may, that, that's what it looked like. But I mean, that, they, he was, may have was, been interested. He may not have been, but he doesn't. Yeah, there there was definitely a. You know, kind of a link there. You know, like I mean, there, up, it was though, very though. similar in that first scene. That very same hatred. You know, it was yeah. kind of nothing changed there. 
yeah. it's like yeah. it's one of those moments where it's like does it matter if he is does it matter if he isn't like just treat everybody with respect and kindness there's, there's that's why you treat everybody with respect you know why yeah. that's why you don't treat everybody like, different who, who the fuck cares you know what i mean seriously who cares Everybody's different, and in here at Collateral yeah. Cinema, we're we're LGBT friendly, right, guys? Completely, yeah. Hell, we 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 celebrated Pride Month, even. Yeah, but I think that it represents, you know, the, you know, the movie franchise. Yeah, it does represent a lot of the lingering issues of humanity, and 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 the creature it kind of just brings those forward, right? Yeah, and makes the people more violent, but people still are the people the way people are. I mean, look at the way the adults are portrayed. Like, they don't care. And obviously, that's due to the influence. But in real life, can adults be like that sometimes? Oh, certainly. They don't yeah. listen I mean, to kids, there, you know? But, I mean, there's also that bystander effect that you hear about that a lot of people have. I mean, they'll see something horrible happening, and they'll just walk away. You yeah. know, that's yeah. an actual psychological they effect. Like when they're that. cutting up Ben in you, the beginning. Do you, do you see how we're still kids at heart? Yeah. There yeah, you go. We will probably never lose that. Always, bro. Seriously. But then Henry Bowers is doing that because he himself is being abused at home. It's well, yeah, a vicious yeah, yeah. cycle, you know? Oh, yeah. That bring, brings up Henry Bowers. is like, damn, that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole nother story <laughs> whole because nother like, story, it character. takes over him. You yeah, know? He's a psychopath already. He, yeah, he's already him. a psychopath. And it like guides him almost. Yeah. Pennywise guides him to the right. Yeah, yeah with, with that fucking... Uh, that. It's almost like American Werewolf in London with the, oh, as the man. dead, his dead friend yeah, in that. the fucking car. Watch the like, London, watch the Paris one, dude. Oh my god, classic. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that that's that's, that's what kind of, that kind of reminded me of a little bit. I will know? say one thing I do like uh, is the original kind of did have to hold back being a made-for-TV movie, whereas this one actually does portray everything in the book and portrays these violent, you know, hate crimes the yeah. way that they are yeah. and, and the violence the way that it is. I mean, you've got, you know, like I said, the homophobia straight up in the beginning. You've got, you know, the the whole thing with Beverly and her father was kind of downplayed in the original. It, it's it's in full force in it chapter one. It, it's, a, it's a little more implied in the original. It's more movie. implied. And here it's here. It's more explicit. It's more explicit. And even like with the the shopkeeper. You know, yeah. the, the pharmacy guy who also hits, you know, you look like Lois Lane. I'm just like, oh, oh that's so which doesn't yeah. even make sense. Because does Lois Lane even wear glasses? No, nah, I don't think so. It was Clark Kent. That, that, that yeah. dude was st- stupid. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like knock off Adam West. I'm sorry. Yeah, kind of, sort of old yeah. version. He wish it was Adam West. You yeah. know what else is cool? I like how all the characters kind of revert to their original personalities because in the original they kind of seem to have overcame right, right. As kids, yeah. yeah beverly stood up to her father eddie stood up to his mother bill doesn't yeah. have a stutter bill doesn't have a stutter you know ben uh, isn't fat yeah You're ben, right. you know richie started he R- actually R- did R- stand-up comedy like he wanted to do like he, right, he but, uses comedy for something good but what i'm saying is in, i'm talking about when they overcome their demons you know I see what you mean. at the end ben gains a little bit of confidence and Richie kind of seems to be able to take things more seriously. And then the characters kind of all seem to revert back. You know, Bev is with a guy that's just like her, her is with a husband that's yeah. just like yeah, that, her and, dad. And, and, and Eddie that, that, was with a woman that's just yeah. like his mom. Yeah. And in the original yeah. mini- miniseries, it is his mom still. Yeah, definitely. You remember? Like, yeah, you're right. Still telling them what to do. Yeah. yeah, and the abusive husband was also in the original movie as well. Bill Beverly, Beverly's husband doesn't yeah. have a stutter as an adult, but it does come it comes back, back when he as soon as he learns about it. As soon as he remembers it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ben actually does seem to have done pretty well for himself. Yeah. In the original, uh, he's Eddie writing movies, he's mom. writing books, scripts. And he always loved, always loved Beverly. Yeah. I will say it is a little bit weird pushing the Ben and Bev thing. Honestly, okay, I know that Ben's the one that wrote the poem for her. Yeah. But if we're being honest, Beverly thinks Beverly had a connection with Bill. Yeah, but Bill also has a wife and Ben doesn't, and Beverly just left her husband. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. <laughs> so, so, yeah, they, it was, they, they were building it's, for that. It's kind of like I mean? they found each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, Even they totally years later when he wrote and her the poem. Ben, ben waited, exactly. He had the name Beverly in his wall of the entire and time. At the yeah. end, when they recited the poem, it's like, yeah, you wrote it. He exactly. did, but obviously, Bill and Bev had more on screen moments together. It is a little weird. And, it, and that's in every adaptation that, that right. that's yeah. what happens. She, they both went their whole lives thinking about this poem. He had it in his wallet. And let's be real. I mean, she thought it was Bill because she wanted Bill. <laughs> no, she didn't right. like Ben you're until right. he was handsome. Even and, in the and original, it, she thought it was always Bill, but. <laughs> yeah. On that note, Ben. Ben didn't say anything. How does yeah. Ben actor as an adult end up still reminding me of the child actor even though he's completely different and he's skinny <laughs> I know, right? it's like the eyes uh, he always and loved, he's got the personality he always loved beverly that was his first love too yeah i don't know how they managed to do that and then reciting the poem i guess they both just fell in love with each other again or, yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> i mean i i think the love story was interesting you know but yeah. i mean i could have done without it as well to tell the truth. I mean, like I said, I, I feel like maybe in the book there's more instances yeah. uh, 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 of the romance between Ben and Bev because it seems like as kids they're really pushing Bill and Bev and then as adults they're really pushing Ben and Bev. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it's kind of weird, but you've got that, you've got that, you know, typical love triangle going on. Yeah. That's yeah, quite right. essential. The, yeah, the love triangle, I mean, it's like, I mean, it, it, it's present in all versions of the, of the story. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, I don't think it really adds anything, nor does it really take anything away from the story. Like it, it's just kind of there for me. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, it, it's just there. And Audra's role was was downplayed. Yeah, and that's also right. uh, Bev's husband was downplayed in this one. Yeah, yeah. They kind of took their their parts and Derry completely out. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think that that homeboy even recovered his wife from Pennywise, did he? She, she never. Way. She was she never. never, came never to there. There. She yeah. never came to she Derry. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and, and obviously, I I think that that's fine for the context of the story they chose to tell. Those parts are a little extra. It's like any any time you see something cut from a book, it's just a little weird when you do see it in one adaptation and not the other. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they, I think they chose to depict what parts they felt were important. And Stephen King did approve this. You know, he did green light this, right? Because yeah, yeah. cameos oh, yeah. in the movie and obviously yeah. Stephen King is critical and he, he did not like The Shining. He's public about that. He still so, doesn't. He still doesn't like that movie. Okay, if he doesn't like the the shining, then explain the the, the scene. He doesn't like Jack the Johnny Nichols, scene. Jack Nicholson. Jo- <laughs> but Johnny there's a Johnny scene. scene. Yeah. There's a here's Johnny scene. It was at that yeah. one. They did Henry Bowers. It was like, Henry Bowers. Here's Johnny. He does. Probably yeah, that's right. Door, right. Yeah, just re- very so, quickly. So very pretty funny. Is that supposed to that be that was like a hate? reference to the shining of Jack Nicholson? Well, obviously, I'm pretty sure Chucky did that too. There you go. So, I mean, if Stephen King likes this movie, then I like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. He does love this movie. Yeah. So, and I mean, he, it, he likes the original too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, all, it, it's, it's good that it gets his seal of approval. I mean, know? I mean, it's, he's, it's been 30 years since another, that hadn't even been a remake since, you know, since the 90s. So, yeah, I think we're all going to love it. 
the remake justifies itself, I think. Uh, chapter one and yeah. chapter two together. I mean, it, it's a new story. I, in a world where people constantly, you know, look down on the idea of remakes and reboots, I think this one justifies itself pretty well. It I exists. Agree. People it, it's do, 30 years later, it people, tells a new story. Yeah, people do reboots just for the next generation. Sometimes they do reboots for pretty much just cash grabs. I mean, there's every, a lot of obvious... You know, no, you're you right, know. but every 10 years... Something has to live up to a younger audience. I don't think yeah. reboots you know, and remakes like, like are Spider Man and Batman. Not, you know? No, not at all. I mean, Hollywood's been doing them for ages, and you know there are some uh, remakes that are truly great films. Like for instance, they remade True Grit, like House with of the Wax. Yeah. Were, you know how many times they made House of Wax? Like five times, dude. And God damn, really? It's like yeah, four or five times. Yeah. I don't understand when people are like, oh, you ruined the original, blah blah blah. We yeah. didn't ruin the, the original. Is still there. You can watch. It. You don't have to watch the new one. Yeah. And as far as you know, the argument goes, oh. Well, if Hollywood's spending too much time on remakes and reboots, you know, and we don't get any fresh ideas. Why don't, yeah, there exactly. are still plenty of fresh ideas. And to be fair, maybe 70 80% of them aren't even good. No, but a, it makes a lot more of sense to true. capitalize on something that does work. Why would you? No, a lot of that's true. Why would you keep remaking something when you can just have a fresh, newer idea? Well, because, I'll tell you why. Because sometimes yeah. those fresh ideas suck. No, I'll be no, honest no. with you. See, no, the, no. Fresh, the fresh ideas are left up to us, the indie filmmakers. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, is that people in the industry remake and reboot shit because it sells. People keep coming back to it. You keep up the well so you kind of have to that's the model. Hollywood yeah. thing. You keep coming back to that. Yeah. A movie yeah, exists to make money. <laughs> I, I mean I mean isn't that kind of inherently the problem with it though that eventually there will be kind of a little bit of an artistic drought because of it. Eventually? I, I won't deny that that does happen over time, but the movie industry is still thriving. Yeah. Fresh ideas still happen all the time, they even amidst remakes and reboots. You just have to look for it. and i'll tell you what if you're tired of it go support your indie filmmakers i do 100 yeah, there's yeah. lots of fresh ideas coming we from do. indie filmmakers we are um we're going to and on top of that <laughs> hollywood remakes and reboots are not a bad thing as long as i think the remake or reboot justifies itself if it has something to add um let's say enough time has passed that it that it feels necessary. Yeah. There are some things that I don't think really ever need a reboot, at least not in the near future. Oh no, there's like like for instance, they're talking about the Princess Bride. I will say the Princess Bride, I mean, it kind of works because of the old storybook feel. I'm not sure how a remake would work. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna refuse to watch it if they do it. Carrie Elvis wasn't on board. I think there's too much backlash. They probably won't even do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why it would be. I don't think it's necessary. That's one of those golden movies that needs to just stay there. Or, or something like Citizen Kane. It is timeless. Like, yeah, I remember watching Princess like, Bride. Like, how, how do you remake Citizen Kane? Or like something that's a, such an intensely personal movie for Orson Welles. The I Lord mean, of the Rings. Just a oh, perfect yeah. adaptation, near perfect adaptation of the books, um, Harry Potter, and that's a book series I did read. The 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 movie is not you know there's not completely faithful, but yeah. it's a pretty damn good job, and I wouldn't want to see it done differently. I think that they. I think it's because you grew up with it. See, for instance, people would say that about it. They grew up with it. They wouldn't imagine another needing need for a, a remake. remake because like when we get older. Harry Potter, it's going to seem like, you know, oh, wow, they made if that you you know, 30 remade, years ago. If you, yeah, see, if you remade Harry Potter right now, would you get pissed off? 
right now, yeah, because yeah, there just hasn't be been pissed. enough time. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, and, and, see, and our, Batman, already... our Batman, Bo, is Michael Keaton. Fuck yeah. See, I mean, with superheroes, though, the reason that happens, though, is because people still want to tell stories. And there's, and, a, and there's a lot of stories to tell in comic book lore. And everything. There's oh, a yeah. lot to tell, yeah. and the actors age over time. Or yeah. the movie franchises just end up, you know, going down the drain, which the Michael Keaton run, um, well, not specifically the Michael Keaton run, but that franchise run as it went, went down to pass down to other actors Val no, Kilmer exactly. See, George you know, Clooney that went down the it's train. an to, honor to put on that cow and then to Joel you go, Schumacher you go from Adam West from uh, Michael Keaton Michael Keaton, Michael to, Keaton to who else did it Val uh, Kilmer, Val Kilmer <laughs> George Clooney George Clooney Christian Bale, uh, Christian Bale, Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck yeah. Robert and now Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I think it's Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Yeah, really. I don't know. I, I, I think Christian Bale lived up to the, I, oh the original. Yeah. I think that yeah. I want to really, 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 really see what Robert Pattinson does with the character. I do too. I'm, I'm not angry about that. that. Didn't even come out yet, but everybody wants to see it. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, Pattinson has turned out to be a really, really amazing actor like he they're, they're, he's about to release a movie called the lighthouse it's like an, another kind of horror ish movie that's uh, made by the same guy who made the witch right and he, it's, it's with it. and he's acting uh, opposite willem dafoe oh nice really yeah so i mean it, it looks like it'll be like a serious robert pattison is robert pattison is good outside the twilight series I right that's what I, I, say. I don't know yeah, if you've definitely. seen him in any, yeah any you have movies, to look you know past I mean? the twilight you series have to look past him. that he, he looks past it he does he, he hates the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what that yeah. kind of messed him up he, he too thinks, bad, i'll be honest with you guys i read the twilight books they're not the best i mean the writing's a little subpar but the story was interesting enough and the no, movies, the movies are—it's like popcorn movies. They're entertaining it uh, enough. The, the entire here's the, here's here's the entire Twilight series in a nutshell. Man is going to make all the choices for the women folk. <laughs> that's pretty much. I will that's say, pretty much that entire series. I will say the sparkling thing did put me off. I read the book before I watched the movie, and I'm I don't just, even know if I care about the sparkling shit. I'm I'm indifferent to. It. I was I was reading. Okay. Well, I, I was, was in high school when I graduated when that came out. Yeah, and those toys were Burger Kinged. Okay. Seriously, they they had I Twilight was, toys at Burger King. Yeah, I remember that. What? I was there. What? I remember I don't whenever remember this when people didn't want to have sex with Angel anymore. They want to have sex with fucking Robert Patterson's Twilight Angel. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> fucking David Boreanaz. I remember that. I was yes. eighteen years old. It's like okay, we're moving to vampires. Also, we're moving to vampires again. Yeah. All right. Why isn't that werewolves? Guys, or, it sounds like we're going on a tangent here. Yeah, sure. yeah, like we're it. going off trail here. But, yeah. that, that, that's kind of a trademark for collateral cinema. We're going <laughs> off topic, but yeah, it's okay. It's not Angel anymore. <laughs> no, nope. Dave Bruniaz. That's Bruniaz. There he is. Did he? I don't know how to say his name, but, but he was in a Supernatural. What? You're making young girls dream about vampires and werewolves again. Bones. Yeah. That's what you did in the bones. 90s. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, Bones. Uh-huh. That guy was Angel. Angel. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that was his big role. He got discovered by walking his dog. Really? really? Yeah. That's wow. actually pretty cool. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, guys. I think we're going to start wrapping things up. Let's give our final thoughts and maybe go ahead and give a little rating from uh, one to five. You're like, oh, what, what do you all think about this movie? And, and the it, it chapter one and two as a whole, what do you think? I think it gets a four from me. A four, that's a pretty good. I wouldn't give it a five. Maybe, yeah, I think a four. Four five, is a pretty good number. Five out of five or five out of ten? What you oh, I thought you yeah, actually so want to do out of ten. It's it's out of five. Out of five, five out of five. So out five, five is the ten. Okay. Right. I will say It Chapter One is a five out of five for me. It Chapter Two is 
four out of five, maybe four point five out of five. So they average out to somewhere yeah. between four point five, four point seven five yeah. for me. Yeah. But yeah, I like I said, add, I have to add those fractals. I know. Oh, Christ. God damn it. <laughs> I, I think I probably need to rewatch chapter two again, really have a full opinion, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I came into it thinking that I wasn't going to like it as much as I did, honestly, because of the, the criticism I saw online. Yeah. And well, I, I did know that I was going to like chapter one better. I mean, and that, that did turn out to be true. It chapter two was not as disappointing as I thought it would be. I thought it honestly thought it was great. Uh, I just think, I think the only reason why I don't like it better than chapter one is just that, uh, chapter one was just so phenomenally well done that it's it's kind of hard to top. Right. And then obviously the original is is a, a big thing to live up to. Yeah, um, yeah. As but, compared to the original, I think that these uh, I think they do hold up to the legacy. I think that they're also their own distinctive tale. You know, I think you can watch both yeah. uh, separately. I think we kind of waited too long for chapter two to come out too. You think right. so? I, I think so. Right? What do you think? I think we did too. Yeah. Yeah. It sh- that that should have come out like what, well, like maybe least, a year or two, I mean, at least or, right it, after. At least right after. Maybe, they, they, they should, after. maybe they should have had the movie already in the can and should have released them kind it, of. One it would have made more that, sense that, to film back to back, especially yeah. with yeah. the child it's actors aging, being, having been an issue. Right? By the time yeah. those kids yeah. are twenty years old too. Exactly. Or they should have known what they had some foresight and you know pre-recorded those scenes that they yeah. wanted those scenes. You know what no, I mean? Especially the back flash right. scenes. It's, it's the same director, just right? Just being more Andy modern. Andy Muschietti, is that how you pronounce yeah. it? I think but that's how it is. It was I still good though, you know? I mean... Yeah, it was great. I'll, now, it's interesting that it takes place in 2016. Uh, yeah, it does. Which, yeah. is, which is interesting. So you think it would have it would have happened a little bit closer to that. I was 26 years old. Damn. Terminators. <laughs> Terminators came from... Now, as, now, as far as my thoughts, I, I think the casting is spot on like I, I really like bill Hader. i liked james mcavoy he was great Phenomenal. i do feel that skarsgård is a little underutilized even more so than the first movie yeah and all the horror elements was just unintentional comedy to me it, it, it's too funny for me i can't take this movie seriously so i'm gonna give it a solid 3.5 Okay. All right, that's, that's, yeah. that's higher than I thought you'd give. So fair yeah, enough. it's a, it's three point <laughs> five. I mean, it was entertaining, just not for the ways that they wanted it to be entertaining. Hell, I watched two children die on screen and laughed at every one of them. Oh I fucking Jesus laughed my Christ. ass off at it. The, the the one in the fucking funhouse. <laughs> Dang. Oh, that was freaky, actually. <laughs> that was so your fucking life hilarious. Like a narcissist, right? I know. That's what I'm saying, Bo. You're like I mean, narcissist. No, I'm just, I, I'm, I I'm just jaded. I'm a jaded. I'm a jaded too. When yeah, you're everything goes to plan. Well. Everything goes to plan for me. Everything excellent. Exactly. Well, all right. That's our take. I did I give my take? No, yeah, go ahead and give your take. Yeah. Sorry, Robert. Four point five. Because Four, I hey, thought yeah. they almost lived up to the original, and it's still good, and you should go see it. There right on. I I, I yeah. still think even with the rating I gave it, you no, know, you should definitely go and see it. People should go see this movie. I mean, yeah, you need to finish the story the, that you yeah. started. Finish it. Yeah. Finish it's what just, Stephen King wrote. So yeah, just yeah. from my perspective, don't expect it to be that scary or or that horrific. It's it's funny. It's a funny movie. I don't know. We're old now. I think you have to be a little kid to watch this. You know? Yeah, yeah, I can understand you that. Know what I mean? You know, we scared the fuck out of us when we were little kids in yeah. the nineties. You know, yeah. But I don't know. Our kids nowadays aren't they maybe a little jaded in their own ways? This is kind of you know, everybody the that listens to us now. Our nineties kids are like us. Bro. Yeah, 
Yeah. We're Kenyan and Kel. We're all that, dude. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're all that. There and they brought back now. all that. Yeah. Reboot. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and cut it here. Uh, you can find us on Podbean. You can find us. We, we used to be on Podcoin, but Podcoin is no more, unfortunately. That sucks. Yeah, unfortunately for Too us. Too bad. You yeah, know? For Podcoin. So, yeah, definitely rest in peace, Podcoin. You, you were fun while it lasted. It was a lot of fun. It was a good ride. It was a good ride. You know, interesting idea and everything. But we're also on iHeartRadio. We're on Chill Lover Radio. We're on uh, Lofty TV Cast Radio. Like, I th- we're on SoundCloud. We're, we're, we're wherever you get your podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. But, I mean, especially check us out on iHeartRadio and Spotify and Apple Podcast. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And we do have a Patreon that has full-length movie commentaries uploaded. We finally did it, ladies and gentlemen. We, yeah. did, we did it, guys. We finally who, got them up. Did it? Who, did got it? up. who did it? Who did it, Bo? Who did it? Okay, yeah, you did it. I did it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ash, Ash did it, did it Ash everybody. Did it. Yeah. Your brains? Okay, shh. Yeah, Ash is the brains of that operation. But yeah, I mean, you can uh, the tiers start at $1. You can get a shout-out on the show starting at near the end of the show, starting this season. So... Yeah, definitely become a patron. You can also become a patron at our Podbean page. And also, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Like, I mean, you tweet at us. I mean, whoever's uh, available will will respond to you. Like, I'm I'm trying to be a a lot more engaging. Especially with our indie filmmaking. We will review you, especially if you're a San Antonio actor or podcaster. Yeah, definitely. And and also, I'm going to go ahead and announce this. I mean... We already have some uh, indie movie reviews lined up. Yes, we you know, it's like we, we. I won't go into what they are, but I mean, also, I mean, we got contacted by a first glance film festival. We have I directors mean, sending yeah, us requests. We, we have, yeah, so. we have directors sending us their screeners and everything. So we're going to get to that. We have. Like I, I don't know if we have enough indie movie th- reviews. Yeah. We, we we might do like yeah. a, a four part multi review in one episode. Just review I like four movies or something. like I that. I think we're gonna be pretty booked cool. for a while. Oh yeah, we are. We're gonna yeah. be pretty booked. So if you're an indie filmmaker, like sh- drop us a line. Send Especially us a if you're San Antonio, yeah, film actor or filmmaker, we will give you a special <laughs> shout out and request. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. Kind of reach out to us. Yeah, reach out. So yeah, indie filmmakers, reach out to us. Definitely. Also, stay tuned for Collateral Cinema Season 3. Season 3, starting with Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad, which I am going to take all you motherfuckers <laughs> on. You know, In Suicide Squad. Yeah, th- no, th- yeah, this is going to be a civil war, and we are going to have Michael Cornwell with us from the Country Club podcast. So... Yeah, ch- check them out. They're he's also not funnier on. than me. I will funny that guy on our own show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Fucking hey, dude. He's not funnier than me. Oh, shit. I will prove that. <laughs> oh, my, Michael, I know you're Live. listening. Live. You're hearing this shit, man? No script. <laughs> Live. I'm sorry. <laughs> this mother... Live. Well, why don't you come on the country club sometime? Yeah. Because I'm shunned. Yeah, nah, dude. You're not no. shunned. He doesn't, he doesn't want his SNL no, career. I, no, no, no. Exactly. It's nothing to Michael. It's nothing to Michael. I mean, we grew up together. We were in yeah. high school. Yeah, I got you, man. Uh, I love that guy, too. But yeah. I, I bar back those nights. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you are working. So <laughs> I know Michael. We, yeah, we, we grew up together too. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. So the guys from the country club. 
But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. But before that, we're gonna we're gonna also talk about collateral gaming. Oh, that's right. Video game podcast. A little shout out. Collateral gaming is also starting up season two at the same time. We're starting with Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. Isn't that right, Dakota? No, it's so exciting. We've been getting through the games just back to back now. I have to say, Uncharted is not. They're not half bad games. They definitely have a cinematic quality to it. Yeah, they definitely. They feel like action movies. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, you're straight up playing action movies. Yeah, it's badass. So stay tuned for that. We have some indie game reviews lined up. Um, I know that we've done a lot of overpromising and underdelivering. <laughs> we hope to get a better <laughs> handle on that season two. Maybe not let let you know what we're doing until we're sure that we're doing it. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the next thing that we're doing is just going to be the, that Uncharted. So other than maybe a short extras segment to mm. coincide with the release of this collateral cinema episode. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, um, I know we've got some indie. We're still going to do We Happy Few at some point. It's just, it's somewhere in season two. Anyway, that's it. All right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are done. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Robert Ortegon. I'm Chancellor Ashley. I'm Ricardo Chancellor. And we are Collateral Cinema, and we are out. Check us out on episode one of season three, Suicide Squad. Facebook us, individual profiles. Yes, definitely. Oh. And also go follow Collateral Gaming because Collateral Gaming is better. Instagram, Facebook, Collateral Gaming is now better because we made them remember that. So.